Hey, 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 what's up, everybody? It's India, you know, the host. And today is pretty, it's pretty <laughs> impromptu episode because I'm sitting here and I was about to go to coffee shop and do homework. And it is Wednesday night. And I definitely was just, <laughs> um, I was like about to leave. And I said, oh my gosh, the episode is supposed to post tomorrow. And for some reason, I had mentally checked that off the box and it had definitely not been done yet. But I feel like in this situation, it's just so much better for me to do it kind of um, (laughs) last minute because I feel like the Holy Spirit really fills me when I don't prepare and have anxieties over an episode. So I'm really, I'm pretty content about what's going on here. The only problem is I have taken a shower, so my hair is uh, dripping down my back right now. Um, But uh, that's all right. That's okay. (laughs) That's why I put the hat on because I put the headphones on and I did have a seven head, four head, five head, bad. So the hat has come on. Cool enough, I got this hat from Mr. Zach Winhall, who is also a guest on my podcast. He came on two separate times, and he has a book called See the Good, and that's where this hat comes from. So definitely go check it out. Go check him out and go listen to his episode. But a little bit of update on my life, okay? And it's funny because I feel like every time I have an episode every week that I talk about myself, which has been in the past couple, two weeks, I've had some updates, okay, but boy, do I have the updates for you, okay, because so recently I've been having some issues, you know, physically, okay, Um, and so I, (laughs) Thursday morning, literally a week from when you're hearing this probably, Thursday morning, 8 a.m., I have my anatomy and physiology lab, okay? It's two and a half hours of looking at bones and muscles and skulls and all the things, right? And so I'm sitting there, and I've been having issues previously, but I'm sitting there, and I'm in so much pain, okay? So much pain. Then uh, the middle of class, I break out into a sweat, and I'm like, Like, that's the noise that actually comes out of me. And I'm breaking into a sweat. My whole body just, like, oh, it just, like, tenses up. And I'm in so much pain, okay? But I'm not about to make that, like, uh, you know, I just, I'm not about to have them be like, hey, guys, can you call the ambulance? Because to me, that's a tad embarrassing for me. Like, that's the first thing I think of. It's, like, it's a little embarrassing. Um, And so it's, like... I was just acting like nothing was going on, but there was something serious going on. And so I'm like <laughs> in class and I was, I was talking to somebody um, yesterday or the day before. And I said, I have genuinely no idea what happened during that lab because after my situation, I was like, I, I, I just zoned out that there, there was nothing going on in my brain. And I don't remember a single thing I went over in that lab, okay? So, anyways, I ended up after class, I, like, ran back and forth to the bathroom because I thought I was going to throw up, okay? And this is probably one of those things, again, where I'm talking on the podcast and I'm telling y'all a lot of personal information, but we're just going to, we're just going to roll with it today. (laughs) So, so y'all are just going to have to be okay with it Um, because this happens way too often for me to not... But anyways, so I'm um, 
Oh my goodness. Oh yeah. So after lab, I'm like folded over walking and I walk over to my moped. I hop on that thing. It's cold. It's real cold. It's like low forties, ice cold. Okay. So I'm driving and my pain feels a little bit better purely because of how cold it is. And that's all I'm thinking about. So then I leave. Okay. I get to my house, uh, my apartment and I go inside and I instantly call my dad and I'm like crying on the phone. I'm like, dad, uh, I'm in so much pain. He's like, go to the emergency room right now. So I went to the emergency room. I ended up my, I had ovarian cysts and they ruptured which funny enough, the night before I was talking to my, or two nights before, actually, okay, Tuesday, so this happened last Thursday, Tuesday, I told my friend Ashley, who is about to get into nursing school, whoop, she, I was like, can you diagnose me? <laughs> because I'm very convinced I have ovarian cysts, and she said, you should go to the doctor, and I was like, I'm planning on it, I'm, go- I'm going, I have an appointment on the 27th, I'm gonna go. Then the next day at Bible study, I'm like, guys, I've been in some pain. I think I need to go to the doctor. They're like, you are going tomorrow, whether you like it or not. And I was like, I'm all for it, right? Okay. Thursday rolls around. It's 9 a.m. Cyst ruptures in the middle of class. Now me, I'm getting anxiety, you know, about the class. I'm like, I cannot. If I'm scared, you know, when there's class and you're scared to get up to even throw something away, like it's like that anxiety. I'm I'm not telling anybody, you know, I told one girl, I said, I think I'm going to go to the hospital after this. So I'm excited to tell her tomorrow that I actually did end up going to the ER because I had ruptured some cysts, you know, pretty fun, but feeling much better now, obviously, but I was down bad this weekend. I was actually feeling pretty terrible yesterday, but the Lord is good. Okay. The Lord is mighty and he is good because I feel much better now, like a week later. So pretty great. I worked out for the first time since, and I'm feeling fantastic. Still some discomfort and pain, but they gave me some medicine, so I'm feeling pretty good. So no complaints, but I still am going to the doctor on Monday. So prayers prayers over that. Um, oh, my gosh. What else? There was something else that happened. Oh, oh, my gosh. Okay, so I'm sure all of y'all have heard about the Asbury revival of the chapel that went on for like 10 days. I think it's still going on now. And my sweet, sweet friend Peyton Rose. Hi, girl. Hey, love you. Um she got to go and it was so super cool. And so all these college campuses say, Hey to blue. He's right in the corner. Over here. Um, all these college campuses are praying for revival, right? Because we, you can ask the Lord for revival. Like, Hey, we're all here for it. Right. So Monday night they had at Aggie park, which is this really pretty park. They just put up this year. Um, Aggie park, they put on a worship and prayer night and it was amazing. Like, so amazing. And there, I don't, I don't even know. I'm not even going to tell you how many people there were because I don't know, because I am so bad at guesstimating, guesstimating anything. I'm, I'm terrible at guesstimating. It's not even funny. Like, mm -mm, no, it's bad. I, I get, that's a topic for another time. But I'm so terrible with guesstimation. So I'm not even going to try to guess how many people there were, but there were a lot. And baptisms were done in the pond and healing was going on. And it was just so cool. It was just a continuous night of prayer and worship. And I go to bed consistently around 8.30, 9, 8.30, 9 o'clock, sometimes 9.30 if I'm feeling crazy. Um, but 
that night I went out at 8.30 and then I didn't get home till 1.30. And it was just, I mean, it was crazy. Like I, I could have stayed out there forever if I wasn't in some pain from my little baby cysts rupturing. So anyways, it was really amazing. It was so cool. And it's one of those experiences that is life-changing. And I really hope that if you're listening to this and you're on a college campus or even not a college campus, like if you're not in college, I don't see the point and why this can't happen, you know, everywhere in parks and everywhere, you know, um, because it literally takes one person to say, Hey, I think we should do this. And boom, there you have it. You make a little graphic on Canva, post that thing on your story, share it to all your friends, have them post it. I mean, that's literally how this happened. So my encouragement to you is if you're like, oh man, I really want something like this to happen on my college campus, or I really want something like this to happen at my job or my workplace or in my Bible study at my church, I wish, I wish my church had a little bit more fire for Jesus. Like if you're feeling like that, be the person to step up and do it, you know, because it, it literally takes one person to have this domino effect of getting people to get together and worship and pray. Like you can pray for these things. It doesn't have to be the same thing as Asbury, which I know we all want, but like what we, what we should be doing is praying that revival happens on our campus and in our workplace and and those type of things so if you are feeling like you're wanting that be proactive be that person go do it you know like why not literally what's it gonna hurt if there's one if it's only you if it's five if it's six if it's a hundred people it's all good like that's all great you know anyways so let's get into it okay (laughs) it's just a little side quest we went on um I posted on the Instagram story, which I love to do, love to keep y'all active. So if you are not following on Instagram, go follow. That's not even like a plug. Like I'm literally saying that so you guys can be involved in what's going on and content and people coming on. So just if you're feeling, if you're feeling spicy, if you're feeling crazy, go follow the Instagram so you can be involved. And if you can hear blue drinking water, that that's what that was. Um. Anyways, so... I posted on there and I said, gave a, gave a couple little options for you guys on what, what kind of y'all were wanting to hear and what kind of things were on my heart. And the one that an overwhelming amount of you wanted was stepping out of your comfort zone, which I'm sure I've t- touched a little bit about, um, but that's, it's kind of a little bit of, of a different topic. Usually I talk about being bold in your faith, which something I need a reminder of constantly sometimes because I'm a very bold person, very loud, obviously talk lots, but sometimes there's this little part of you that's like, no, keep that one to yourself, keep this to yourself and then adds up. And then all of a sudden you're not bold in your faith and you're just bold period, which come on now, what are we doing? Right? So I wanted to talk to you guys about stepping out of your comfort zone because I think, I really think We have gotten in this lovely little habit of getting so comfortable that we won't do anything for the Lord, okay? And we won't do anything to stretch out our spiritual relationship with the Lord. And something I've picked up on myself about is the times when I'm the most comfortable in life, I am the least close to God. And I really want you to think about that. Like, when is a time when you've been the closest to the Lord? For me, it's times when I am, my schedule's a little off, or I am struggling in life, which is a little unfortunate because you want to be close to God all the time on the highs and the lows and the mountains and the valleys, you know? Um, 
but it's those times when your life is not on its rocker. It's it. I don't even know if that's a saying, if we're being completely honest, what I just said. Anyways, it's the times when you're a bit uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, I know for a few examples on my part, um, junior of high school, I moved to Texas halfway through or not halfway through my junior year of high school. I moved to Texas and I got plugged into church to make some friends. And that was one of the closest times I was to the Lord. Um, well, yeah, relatively, you know, got my, got my heart a little bit more set on the Lord. But of course, after all my concussion stuff, when my life was completely uncomfortable and flipped upside down, that is when I rededicated my life to the Lord. And I said, my life is purely for you and nothing else and nobody else, you know? So I definitely think the times when we live uncomfortably is when we're the closest to the Lord. So this is why this is something I feel very passionate about because we have to actively live uncomfortable. And that sounds so silly because you're like, does the Lord want me to be uncomfortable all the time? I hate to say this, but yes, <laughs> because it, it's kind of something that you can get comfortable with being uncomfortable, if that makes sense. Um, I don't think there's a time ever. Actually, I know there's not a time ever where the Lord's like, I want you to be so comfortable all the time. And if you look at any of the stories in the Bible, um, that's kind of the whole reason behind fasting. And again, that's kind of another podcast topic. Um, but, and I'm not good at fasting, so that will probably not be something that I will talk about by myself. Um, I've actually don't think I've ever done it, which, you know, confession time. Um, and that's something I should definitely do. But just like fasting, like you're, you're called to live uncomfortably so that you will grow closer to the spirit. Fasting is where you stay away from food and water and things in such like that. A lot of times, like for Lent, people will fast from a certain thing like social media, not eating sugar, like they'll cut things out of their diet. And it, that is purely because if you really think about it, and this is a great time because Lent started today, um, which today's Wednesday, the day I'm filming this, right? Anyways, so these times, like, they're purely made to keep us uncomfortable because when we are uncomfortable, we are closer to the Holy Spirit. Now, if we're leaning on the Holy Spirit, of course. So there are some things that I just feel like are really important to talk about. And so stepping out of your comfort zone is literally me telling you, live life uncomfortably. Now, here are some prime examples. When you're walking into, I'm, I'm going to use the, the instance coffee shop. Literally put anything, any place you go to consistently, place this in. So when you go into a coffee shop, when you're in the drive through somewhere, ooh, hey, Blue just knocked my phone a little bit to the side. When you go anywhere, you walk in. What is the first thing you do when you have a little bit of a lull? Like if you're in line or you're waiting for your coffee or you're waiting to go into class, or you're just standing, I don't know, anywhere in public, what's the first thing you do when you're a tad bit uncomfortable? You get on your phone. Hey, I do it too, right? I do it too. I struggle with that too. But being aware of that is super important. But that's the first thing we do. Why? Because we hate feeling uncomfortable. We hate that feeling that someone might be looking at us or we want people to think that we're important and that we're on our phones for a reason. And we don't want to get in a situation where we're uncomfortable. Now, 
put this into perspective. If you put your phone down, if you put your phone in your pocket, not only is that safer because come on now, be aware of your surroundings. This is a crazy world we live in. Love you. Two, that is such a better opportunity to talk to somebody. You are so much more welcoming when your nose isn't in your phone. And I say this from experience because when is the last time you went out of your way to talk to somebody who looked busy on their phone or looked like they were scrolling on their phone because they are closing themselves off to the world. And as Christians and as followers of Jesus, I think that when we close ourselves off into the world and we're making ourselves too comfortable in what we're doing and never putting ourselves in a situation where we're comfortable, we're avoiding so many meaningful conversations with people specifically about Jesus. Because if we're living comfortably, we're living the same way that these that other people are living and that's not separating us from from others and that's what we're we're called to be set apart and I say this from personal experience because that's something that I have made a huge goal about like when I'm walking on campus I do not put headphones in my ears now that that's a personal thing because I want to be able to talk to people and also partially a safety thing because again we live in a bit of a crazy world But I get on campus and I take my headphones off because I want an opportunity that if somebody says hi or if if I'm talking to somebody, I can hear 100% what they're saying and give them my full attention. And sometimes it's a little funny because you'll be walking for like 20 minutes on campus and it's just you alone with your thoughts sometimes, which, of course, as an extrovert, I don't enjoy completely being alone with my thoughts sometimes. But that is a time I use for prayer now. I use those times for prayer because I know that my thoughts will get the best of me if I don't. And that's just, (laughs) that's just a true and honest confession. Okay. But living that life, doing little things to make yourself a little bit uncomfortable has been life-changing for me. And I definitely recommend doing that, but also going into situations by making, stepping out of your comfort zone and doing new things. I think a lot of times we are like, well, I don't like that. I'm not going to try that. Or I'm not going to do that. Oh, I'm not going to join that club because I don't like that. There's so many things that we won't do. Um, A prime example, I think, is serving in the church. Okay. Um, And I've seen this kind of firsthand. I love children. Okay. I, I do. I love children. Something that I have struggled with is that part of me has questioned, and this is like that you know, and I'm 20 years old, but sometimes I'm like, do I really want kids? And so sometimes I will avoid that aspect of kids. And I think part of me is avoiding it because I don't want to get attached to the thought of having kids. Sounds so silly. I I do. I do think I will have kids one day and hopefully if the Lord allows, you know, But I chose to serve in the church, and my sweetie friend Virginia mentioned it to me. She's like, you should serve in the church. They're looking for people. And I was like, okay. So I applied. That was not my first desire. The first desire of my heart was not to serve in the kids' ministry at church. I've served in kids' ministry before. I babysit. I nanny. But part of me was like, I don't, I just don't know if I want to. It's not something that I'm super comfortable with purely because how am I going to every week serve these kids with the joy in my heart the same every time, you know, that sounds so silly, 
But I stepped out of my comfort zone and I applied and I serve and now I serve on Wednesdays and that's not to toot my horn at all. Okay. I'm not sitting on here to give myself a pat on the back, but I'm telling y'all like sometimes you have to step out of your comfort zone to properly serve the Lord and to properly serve other people because I, this has been such a rewarding experience and it's something that I was not comfortable with. I love kids. I don't know. It was just not my first thing that I really necessarily wanted to do. And now I love it and I wouldn't change anything about it. And just getting to see these little babies and their excitement is just so precious. And it just shows you a lot of things about you, yourself, your faith. And so anyways, that's just another example of just like actively stepping out of your comfort zone. One other thing is talking to strangers. That is something that is a lost art is talking to strangers because how it is just insane that we struggle so much. And that, I mean, again, goes back to us just being on our phones at any chance we get. But life is about living uncomfortably for Jesus. Because if you look at any story in the Bible, there is not a time where, you know, and I've been watching The Chosen a lot, right? And every situation they're in, when they're traveling, they're not, they're not comfortable. They don't even know when their next meal is going to be. And they, they were the disciples of Jesus. Jesus was constantly living uncomfortably. And he had so much joy in his heart because in that uncomfortability, we are given peace and joy from the Lord. That's what we're promised in the Bible. That's literally what we're promised. And so it's so crazy that we have gotten in this habit. And I think, I do think part of this is just America, American Christianity culture. And if you want to read more up on that, Definitely go read Radical by David Platt. I will suggest that forever and ever and ever and ever because it's helped me so much. But this goes to finances. This goes to everything. Like we are so just set on living. How can I live the most comfortably? Really sit and think about like, what are you wanting? Is it money? Because we're not called to be rich and comfortable in money. We're called to serve. We're called to give it. And I struggle with that too. I mean, look, I mean, literally look around me like, do I need that? No. But I'm saying like, we have so many times where we're like, like, what are we doing guys? Like, seriously, we are avoiding so many opportunities to spread the name of Jesus and the gospel because we are so dead set on how can I serve myself and live comfortably. And so I'm been, we're reading James in my Bible study. Um, and I'm sitting here and I'm like, Lord, I have this, this topic I want to talk about, right? I have this topic I want to talk about and I have no idea what biblical verses to back this up with. And that's, I mean, that's hard because I don't have like a long list of biblical verses in my brain. Like I don't have like a mm, category, specific category. All right, this verse, this is the one, you know. So before the podcast, of course, I stop and I pray and I'm like, Lord, how can I serve you in this way? And how can I speak on this podcast to benefit you and to glorify your name? And what words do you want me to use? So <laughs> I hope this podcast episode has benefited you in some way, shape or form. But I went to James. Now, this is not going to say, hey, blank, whatever your name is. Here's a verse that specifically says you need to step out of your comfort zone. (laughs) 
Unfortunately, that is not a verse in the Bible, okay? So I need you to read between the lines just a tad bit. (laughs) But here, I'm going to read some scripture for you. And I really want you to sit and listen and kind of see where the connection is here because the Lord is good. And I did not have this plan up until about two minutes before the podcast started. So I want you guys to hang with me here. So right here, reading straight from the word of the Lord. Okay. Oh, here she goes. We're going to James. James 1. 19 no oh okay yes James 1 22 and we're just going to go from there and work through it together my friends right here do not merely listen to the word Mm -hmm, that's good stuff right there and so deceive yourselves do what it says anyone who listens to the word but does not do what it says is like someone who looks at his face in a mirror and after looking at himself goes away and immediately forgets what he looks like But whoever looks intently into the perfect law that gives freedom and continues in it, not forgetting what they have heard, but doing it, they will be blessed in what they do. Okay, so I hope, oopies, sorry, a little knocked on the microphone a little bit there. I hope you guys can kind of see the connection that the Lord is definitely making in this, this scripture that was just read and the topic that you guys were wanting to listen to today. Because I think this is such a great scripture because it's calling out all of us, okay? Because the word tells us a lot of great stuff, right? And we struggle sometimes to follow that, right? So, and I'm with you here, guys. We're working through this together. But it says, do not merely listen to the word. There are a lot of things. There are a lot of things in this scripture that is amazing. But don't just merely listen to the words, my friends, because if you just listen to the words and you don't actually take action with any of them, it is like looking at yourself in the mirror and as soon as you walk away, you forget it. It's pointless. It's silly. You want to say like, how can you look at yourself in the mirror and forget it? But when was the last time you read scripture and you put it into practice immediately? This is something that you continuously act through. You continuously have to make yourself uncomfortable in situations. Be the person. Be the person that someone's like, this random person came up to me at Starbucks today. They just started up a conversation about nothing. And somehow we got talking about Jesus. And now I'm meeting with her for coffee. Like, you see how that goes? Be friendly. I mean, that's literally just like being friendly. But that uh, in our generation right now, and I'm, I'm not saying that other, I don't know how the other generations work, but honestly, I hate to be that person, but with our phones, we have found a way to, and the enemy uses that. I will hundred percent say the enemy uses that to distract us from all the p- lives that we are being, that are around us. I mean, imagine if you had, and just, this is all hypothetical. Imagine if you had a conversation with every person that you saw for more than like a couple minutes in a day. Like this is the not just the people you walk by, but the people that you sit next to in class, the people that you sit next to at work, the people that you sit next to at the coffee shop or the restaurant or it I mean your waiter, your waitress, whatever. Those people, imagine if you had a conversation with every single one of them. I mean, that's a lot of people. That's a lot of people in one day that you sit next to and that you have these experiences with. And you have no idea what you have no idea what's going on in that person's life. They literally might need somebody like you to just talk 
talk to them, like not even about Jesus, but you talking to them, going out of your way to show them love and to care about them and stepping out of your comfort zone could be the difference between somebody knowing Jesus and not knowing Jesus. So you sticking in your comfort zone is hurting the people around you. It's hurting your relationship with the Lord because you're not putting in effort and you're not putting in work and you're only listening to the word, but it's also hurting the people around you because there are so many people around you that need to hear Jesus. And we're missing those opportunities daily because we are so stuck on the comfort of our day-to-day lives. And we want to live that comfortable